Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited and grateful that you are listening this week. I am currently in California and I am really enjoying my time with my friends and having some sunshine and just kind of breaking out of the norm. I am actually in Napa Valley and then I'm going to Monterey and Pebble Beach. And I'm doing some work, like I said, but also a lot of play and pleasure as well. And if you're new here, my husband and I have been doing a 90, I was going to say 90 second, a 90 day preconception cleanse and minimum 90 days. And we are breaking it on this trip. And afterwards we will go back to doing the cleanse. And the reason for that is because we actually are coming up to 90 days. I think official 90 days is October 10th, but this trip is a lot of is a lot of you for my birthday and like fun and we just wanted to live and enjoy it and go to the wineries in Napa Valley and you know just do our thing and be a lot less restrictive and worried about things and just kind of you know let everything kind of flow and kind of let go and honestly in the biohacking space it can be very toxic and very controlling. And so sometimes it's really nice to be able to let go and enjoy life, enjoy a trip to California with your friends and not worry about only drinking organic wine. And did I take my knack, which helps with digesting my wine afterwards and all of these different things. So we're taking a break from our cleanse. But what speaking of cleanse, what is interesting is that my husband did a semen analysis and we got his results back this week. We're still waiting for some of it, but his sperm actually, his sperm count actually tripled. Now, this is so interesting because I wasn't necessarily expecting those types of results from this cleanse for him, but it's like pretty astonishing. And I'm probably gonna make a video about it now. Obviously, the caveat here is that that is one single data point that just happens to be the day that he got tested. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's not necessarily causation versus correlation, right? But I just think regardless, I think it is still interesting. And so the last time he did his semen analysis, it was a few years ago and he was younger and then he did it and it was like his sperm count was much, much higher. So it's really exciting. And I, I will, I'm trying to get him to come on the podcast, but anyway, I will dive into that deeper on socials because I think it's interesting. And I think the relationship between avoiding alcohol and cannabis is a major factor in that a major factor. I've talked about this before, and there's a lot of resources out there that really point to this direction. So I'm happy for him. And what's actually interesting, I also had him do at the beginning of the cleanse, I had him do Viome, which is a gut health analysis test. And I had him do his glycanage test, which tests your biological age. And I need to take a look at his results because we got them back. But after probably later in October, I'm going to get him to redo both of those tests so we can see how more of like a before and after type of vibe we can look at for this cleanse. So the cleanse, if you're, if you don't know is, I think it's like six, I think I should know this. It's like six different things. So 
sweat for an hour a day, drink a gallon of water for a day, every day, no cannabis, nicotine, or alcohol. Whole foods is the diet that I recommend, kind of paleo, but it's more just whole foods that we try to stick to. There's a, and then there's like a big supplement stock that we're taking. His are different from mine. And then what's the other one? Wow, I'm forgetting. Oh, environmental and lifestyle. So for him, being cautious of heat, especially on his testicles. So just watching that. And then low EMF and being very cautious about computers and phones and pockets and sitting too much, having too much heat in the body when you're sitting, all of those types of things. So environment. And yeah, that's what we've been doing for almost 90 days. So I'm very happy for him and I'm proud of him. And yeah, good to know. This podcast episode was very, very enlightening. We did a deep dive into sleep and posture and we kind of went all over the map. Actually, we talked about a lot. We talked about the benefits of sleeping on your back and kind of transitioning into that. We talked about the benefits of learning how to balance more and working on daily stretching and what happens to the body when you go through pregnancy and postpartum. And we also talked about just so many different things, stress in the body, what that can look like. And yeah, it was, it was a very enlightening episode. I think you're going to get a lot out of it. I learned a lot out of it, which I really hope to do in every single podcast episode. That's kind of the point. And so I think you will learn a lot about all of those things that I previously mentioned as well. A shout out to Prolon. I finished the five-day Prolon fast. Oh my gosh, round of applause. (laughs) I did this last week or actually this week, my goodness, uh, earlier this week. And it was fantastic. And it was tough at times, but the benefits were really there. And I know the benefits were also really there on a cellular health level. So if you are one of those people who likes to do like short bursts of cleanses or, you know, doing some sort of fasting kit for X amount of days, I really suggest looking at the Prolon one. I think this is probably the best one on the market. I've talked to a lot of people about this. There's a certain amount of food that you have every day. It tells you when to have it and what food to have. And every day is about 800 calories or so. And you do that for five days. And the food that you're eating is very glycemic index friendly. It doesn't spike your glucose, doesn't spike your insulin, and is just really aimed at keeping you in this fasted mimic state, let's say. So that's kind of what the Prolon Fasting 5-Day Kit is about. I have a discount code biohacking Brittany, and I'll link it in my show notes as well, because I really do think you should try it. And honestly, it's not even that expensive for, even if you don't use my discount code, which I don't know why you wouldn't, I think it's like 170 bucks. And that's like for your five days filled with food. Like you get everything that you need for five days. So I would definitely check it out. They recommend you do it three times a year. I think that's a good amount. I think there are some people who could benefit from doing it more, especially women in postmenopausal period. I think men could probably get away with doing it more often. I would argue that women in their fertile years should be more cautious. And I would also say that if you have any type of food, complicated relationship with food, eating disorder, anything like that, I would be cautious with using something like this because it might backfire and it might make it might be triggering, might be too triggering. So just be careful. That's Prolon. And then a shout out to AG1. You better believe that I brought my AG1 with me to California in my, you know, stainless steel water bottle that I have, which I have so many of them now. I 
am using this and it is great because it has all of the minerals, vitamins, enzymes in it. And you drink it and you honestly just feel so much better. Like you feel so much better. So I use this, used it on the plane. We did an early morning flight, 7 a.m., got up at 3, one of those mornings. And so this was really crucial. You don't want to just wake up and have coffee, especially at that time in the morning. So AG1, definitely check it out. They have all these bonuses if you sign up. I will link it in the show notes and it's on my website as well. And a shout out to Mimeo. I just did a podcast with the team at Mimeo and they are fantastic. I really, really like them. They are so down to earth and they just want people to be healthier. Mimeo has a stack of four different biomimetic ingredients in it that support longevity and cellular health. So things like spermidine, NMM, M, oh man, can never say it properly, NMN, and the other ones, I'm not even going to try and say them, but OEA and PEA are the short forms. But these are the ones that really help to unlock your cellular potential. So two of these a day really help make a difference in how your body is feeling. And I just really appreciate this holistic approach. And I'm all about kind of, I don't say, I don't want to say doing everything to its best all the time, but I do think there's something to be said about making a smarter decision. Like why would you take these ingredients individually if you can take them all together and they work better together? They're more effective. So you might as well get more benefits and a better bang for your buck. So that's Mimeo spelled M-I-M-I-O, which is such a cute and easy name. I will link that in the show notes. They are very new in the health and wellness world, very new in the biohacking world. So check them out. And they are definitely one of those brands that you want to watch right now. And I think everyone's going to know about them in a few years because they're just making strides and they're making such good decisions too. Their packaging is so environmentally friendly and I love their refillable option. Their marketing is super inclusive, which I also like. So shout out to Mimeo because you guys are doing everything correctly. Discount code biohacking, Brittany linked in my show notes as well. Enjoy this podcast episode. I will catch you on Instagram or TikTok. If you're there, you can find me and there will be another episode coming next week. Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am thrilled that you are listening today. We are doing a deep dive into all things sleep and posture. And I actually really need this episode because my posture sucks many, many times, many parts of my day. So I'm super curious to dive into all of this and kind of figure out how I can have better posture, especially as somebody who's taller. I feel like I'm like hunched over all the time. So today we are diving into that with Dr. Peter Martoni, who is a chiropractor with over 23 years of experience. His core mission is to help people achieve optimal health, which as biohackers we love, by maintaining a healthy nervous system. He also developed the innovative neck nest, which is a pillow and I actually have it. And this really helps to correct spinal alignment during sleep. And so we're also going to dive into that. So Dr. Peter, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Brittany. That's a fantastic introduction. And it just so happens that as of yesterday, through a lot of a lot of meditation, our mission has changed. Oh, okay. What is it? <laughs> so our new mission is to help you get way better sleep, awakening the full potential of a well-rested, aligned you. Ooh, I like that. I like that. It's very specific. 
Yeah, in the way that like way is an acronym for us, so way better sleep. The W is well rested. The A is aligned, and the Y is you. And we really feel that that is in a greater alignment of the direction that we're trying to achieve because most people really don't understand how alignment of your structure, the role that plays in helping your body attain attain optimal health and wellness. Yeah, absolutely. And that is such a catchy way to explain it to people. I love that. So before we kind of dive into, you know, the depths of alignment, can you explain to us kind of your journey, your personal journey in the field of chiropractic care and biomechanics? Well, yeah. So I am an exercise physiologist. Kinesiology was my was my passion. That's kinesiology is kind of the, the study of biomechanics, how the body moves. And I always loved it. So then I moved into the kind of chiropractic world, not really dove my understanding of applied kinesiology into a, you know, a whole new level. But then I came out of chiropractic school. I was adjusting people, um, I mean, adjusting patients at that time for about 15 years. Yeah, maybe a little less than that. And I always had back pain myself, even as a chiropractor. And I attributed my back pain because I'm a you know competitive mountain biker. I skydive. I love water sports. I ski. So I always attributed to my lifestyle and being hunched over adjusting people all day long. Until finally, I herniated my own disc, and when I found myself in a in the emergency room, not a really good place for a chiropractor to be working on people with with back pain my whole life. And I'm sitting there saying, listen, I knew, like, I knew that there was a pattern and I knew that something was going on. So I reviewed, I reviewed over 3,000 x-rays, analyzed different x-rays and how the body works and found a pattern and, and realized that I could change and help my, believe it or not, lower back at night when I slept. So that's kind of how I zigzagged into an industry where I am now, which is the sleep industry. Interesting. And what were like the patterns, I guess, that you saw that really stood out to you during that time? Yeah. So one of the major, um, like everybody hears about weak core. I have to strengthen my core. Or my hips are out of alignment or I have a short leg and all of these postural issues that we, we hear and our therapists tell us and our chiropractors tell us. Well, there's one underlying law in the body that, that exists. And which is controlling all of your posture. And that's called the writing reflex. The writing reflex simply stated is that body posture adjusts to head position. So the way that you hold your head really determines what the rest of the structure is all the way down to your feet. So when I, when I started to look at my uh, x-rays that way, I started seeing that anytime somebody had forward head posture and you, then you look at the lower back x-ray, you see that somebody has a, uh, a mild to moderate scoliosis in the lower back. And, and that happens in over 90% of the cases. So I can look at somebody and tell them what their lower back, you know, symptomatology is. And the muscle that's doing that is the psoas major muscle. And that's the only muscle in the human body that attaches directly to a disc which weakened my disc over the years, which is why it herniated. Wow. Wow. That's, it's crazy how it's all so connected. I mean, it's not, it's not surprising, but it's not that, I don't know. It's not like you necessarily associate that and you kind of 
you know, if you're having this back pain, you're thinking, oh, okay, it might be connected to this. Let me do this instead. <laughs> it's more of like, oh, it hurts right here. Let me put an ice pack on or a heating pack on that one spot. But really, what is actually causing that and where is that really coming from? Yeah. And the, and the way that I explain it to my patients, it's like this, you know, the cause of the pain and the cause of the problem are two totally different things. So picture somebody walking in with one shoe on and one shoe off into my office. And they're walking in with that one shoe on and one shoe off. That's going to create an imbalance. But and eventually, they'll come into my office with lower back pain. And I say, okay, let, let's put your shoe back on. Let's fix the problem. They're like, listen, there's no problem with my foot. I have lower back pain. Fix my back. And most people will go adjust the back. They'll massage it. They'll put heat on it. And they'll never get at the cause of the imbalance, which is down you know, with that person only one, wearing one shoe. And that is how it happens with forward head posture. That people always have hips and backs that are hurting them, and they don't realize that it's due to that their sleeping position in modern-day lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can relate to a lot of this. I And I think most people can. I work online, and it's so hard to maintain proper posture when you're working online. Like, I always feel like my head is forward whether it's on my phone or my computer. And even as someone who tries to be somewhat aware of it, it's almost like, how do you even combat that if you're working 40 hours a week staring at a computer? Like, And I'm sure you get this question all the time. So, so really, what do you recommend for clients who come to you who say these types of things? Yeah, really, the biggest thing is, is looking, anal- I, I specifically analyze a, a, a x-ray, but we're teaching people how to analyze posture to do, do this. But you have to, do something to reverse the effects of the modern day lifestyle. If you're going to be at a computer all day long, you got to take your monitor. Remember, body posture, adjust the head position. Your body in your head position follows your eyes. So you want to lift monitors up. And then at night, because your tissue remolds based on the stresses applied, that's Davis's law, then you can remold that tissue at night by using a pillow correctly and put your body into a specific position that reverses that damaging effect. Okay. So I guess sleep is just one of those. I mean, obviously we know sleep is super important, but the posture with sleep is really interesting. I have slept on my side my entire life. And I recently this year took it upon myself to teach myself to sleep on my back for multiple reasons. But one of them was back pain and posture and I figured, I was like, okay, if I start doing this now, by the time I'm, you know, retired one day, I'm not going to have back pain. I'll be able to sleep on my back fully all night and I'm just going to commit. But honestly, it has been a challenge to teach myself how to sleep on my back. Do you find that like a lot of your clients kind of have that same experience? Yeah, that's the largest barrier that we overcome when we're looking at transforming somebody's sleep. You know, most people move towards pleasure and comfort. Human nature is to move towards pleasure and comfort and away from pain and being unprotected, right? So when we go to sleep, really most of us, when since we've been little kids, I can still remember, you know, when I was six years old, my earliest memories of my parents saying, go to sleep. I would go into my room. My room was on the on a busy street and at my bed, like there was a window behind my bed on my front porch. And all I could remember is somebody smashing through, being worried that somebody was going to smash through my window, steal me, kidnap me, and take me away. So I would 
sleep in a protected position, curled up in a ball with all my stuffed animals all around me. And that's how I would put myself to sleep. So we put ourselves to sleep, not knowing the right way to do it, but just based on this comfort position that so we we put ourselves to sleep feeling comfortable. And when I put you into the position that I want you in, it's on your back with the pillow under your neck with your neck in distraction versus your neck being supported. And in doing so, that is a very exposed position. So you are only in control of when of the first five minutes of falling asleep. And then the subconscious takes over. So you just start out in that position. And then what's really important, because it's an unprotected, uncomfortable position, is using pressure, putting pillows over your chest, putting a pillow over your head, using an eye mask. So you use pressure against your eyes to stimulate what's called the parasympathetic nervous system. So you relax and your body is able to get to sleep in that position. Nice. I love that. So yeah, I've been using the neck nest for a while now and it's the pillow that you have invented and it is phenomenal and been one of the best tools that I have used to really transition from a side sleeper to a back sleeper. Because before that, I was just using my regular pillow and exactly like you said would happen. I would lie down, I'd put a pillow underneath my knees to support my back and then sleep on my back. And then I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would be on my side. (laughs) And I was like, okay, cool. Like it, you know, it lasted maybe an hour, who knows how long it lasted, but I would still wake up on my side. And so, you know, when you use an invention that is really targeting sleeping on your back and kind of forces you to stay where you are a little bit, it makes the biggest difference. And now I can sleep on my back. I wouldn't say 100% of the night, but I'm like 75, 80% there and it's come a long way. So let's talk about getting the remarkable benefits of fasting without the daunting commitment of long-term fasting. As a dedicated professional, always on the lookout for ways to enhance my health and well-being, I've explored intermittent fasting extensively. And if you're a listener of the podcast, you know this. However, I've often found myself pushing the boundaries and experiencing adverse effects such as sleep issues and energy slumps and also hormonal issues. While intermittent fasting did offer some positive outcomes initially, like many of us, I struggled to incorporate it long-term without it really disrupting my daily life. However, my life has recently taken a turn for the better, all thanks to Mimeo. This is the world's first biomimetic supplement. This incredible innovation is the accumulation of years of rigorous clinical research, meticulously designed to replicate the effects of a 36-hour fast at the cellular level, which is wild. With Memeo, I can now experience the holistic benefits of fasting without enduring prolonged periods of hunger and deprivation. Are you intrigued about the benefits? Let's get into it. First and foremost, Mimeo activates your cell's innate regenerative capabilities, much like fasting itself. This translates to optimized metabolism and better control over hunger, which a lot of us really value if we're trying to watch our weight. Secondly, it significantly boosts energy levels and accelerates recovery, making it an absolute game changer for active individuals like myself. Thirdly, Mimeo elevates mood and sharpens mental clarity, enabling us to be at our absolute best every single day. I definitely notice this, especially when I take it right before work in the mornings. The icing on the cake is that 
Mimeo's formulation is exclusively derived from molecules naturally produced by our own body. This means it is very, very safe because it is in perfect harmony with our biological system, delivering optimal effectiveness. Still not convinced? Mimeo offers a 100% happiness guarantee. That's right. There's absolutely nothing to lose. So for all of my fantastic listeners out there, if you want to give Mimeo a try and add it to your supplement stack, I really suggest you do so. And you can do that by using my discount code biohackingbrittany for 10% off for the first three months of your subscription, which is awesome. Join me along with countless others who are on the path to revolutionizing their health with Mimeo. Bid farewell to the challenges of long-term fasting and usher in a healthier, happier version of yourself, which we always love. Thank you for listening. And always remember, when it comes to optimizing your health, Mimeo holds the key. Visit their website, link to my show notes and on my website as well, and embark on your journey towards a better you now. And that's a game changer for your structure. And it's a game changer for what's called your vagal tone, your parasympathetic nervous system expression. Yeah. So I want to get into that. I was just recently listening to a different podcast and they were talking about how the nervous system is so tied to our muscles and how tight they are. And this whole podcast was actually talking about like flexibility and stretching and how much of like your stress and nervous system can really be like stuck like that. And I actually never really sounds kind of sad, I guess, but I never really put two and two together of oh, I'm like stressed in my work life. And oh, this is like probably why I'm like much tighter right now. My muscles are much tighter. And it's interesting when I was kind of reading some of the work that you do and you talk about how the spine is so connected to the nervous system. So I'd love for you to kind of walk us through that and just educate our listeners who maybe don't understand that correlation either. Yeah, that's great. Thank you uh, for that. Because that's really what my 24 years of experience has really been focused on is the connection of the the nervous system and how it's related to spinal health because you you what we you know the fundamental principles and we were going to work on anchors is what controls everything in the human body is the brain and it controls everything through the nervous system everything goes through well most of it goes through what's called the central nervous system and that central nervous system is within the spine it's the spinal cord we've all heard of the spinal cord then there are all of these nerves that come out of the spine and they're called nerve roots. And where those nerve roots exit the spine is a almost like a, let's say, a dimmer switch. Let's say the power station is your brain and the dimmer switch is where that nerve exits the spine and then the light bulb would be the organ where that nerve goes to. And if the spine is out of alignment, putting pressure, spine is out of alignment, putting pressure on a nerve, that will take the dimmer switch, dim the switch, and the expression of the actual organ will diminish also because it's not getting the nerve supply. So when the structure of the spine breaks down due to arthritic changes, which are not normal as you age, in loss of curves due to sleeping position, you interfere with the body's ability to function because you limit nervous system expression. And then what that does, it throws the body out of balance, and then you start to get a myriad of different diseases and compensations that, ha- that happen, and then the body gets uh, thrown, out of, thrown out of homeostasis. Yeah. 
Wow. And so what is the typical time frame for that? Like when do you kind of see that? I see it from birth, at birth, child with ear infections, breathing, a child that has colic, child that spits up too much, they have underdeveloped organs. You see it right from right from birth. Wow. Wow. And I guess like what can we I know we talked about sleep, but like it just feels like such a significant issue. But and our lifestyle just really does not <laughs> does not support a healthy spine at all by the sounds of it. So I mean, I just wonder what more can I do to really like undo the years of damage that I have now probably accumulated. And even I guess even can I undo the years of damage that have accumulated? Oh yes, you can because the you know the spine is or your body is neuroplastic, which means a neurology can kind of repair. To a certain point, there is a limitation to matter. But some of the best things that you can do, one of the, the problems is, is scar tissue. Scar tissue is what we call a limiting, it's like, it's a, how do, you, how do you say it? It's a limitation to matter. So when you damage something, that damage typically heals with scar tissue. That scar tissue restricts movement. And then the body says, if you're not going to use it, you're going to lose it. So when you restrict movement, then you start the degeneration process. In the earlier on in life you damage the joint, the more the earlier on in life you're going to have arthritic changes. So first thing you do, you want to break up the scar tissue at a at the spinal level. That would be visit a chiropractor. Find a chiropractor, take x-rays, analyzes the whole body, looks at it, and then you break up the scar tissue. Breaking up the scar tissue is analogous to this. Go let's say you have hardened clay because of the scar tissue. Chiropractic would be like taking your clay and then putting it in water. That makes the clay now more moldable. So then it's up to you to expose the clay to a different mold. That we do at night when we're sleeping by putting a neck nest or some pillow, a shoe, whatever it is, <laughs> underneath your neck so that your neck is hanging off the back of it and your head's not on the bed or supported. It, you're using the weight of your head if you can imagine like a slinking, you're distracting the neck, you're light, gently stretching the curve back into the neck. And then after you do that, when you wake up, you work on your balance for five minutes a day. You get a, a, a wobble board, a slack line. You know, I, I, I got as crazy as to get on a unicycle and, oh and don't do that. that. That's really dangerous. But, you know, work on your balance. And the more that you can work on balance, Put your spine in the right position and see a chiropractor. You'll be great. I love that. I think that's very interesting. Balance is something that, yeah, I have worked on and off. But honestly, a lot of it, the balance work I do is through stretching and yoga is kind of what that looks like for me. And I remember last year, I was going to this one workout studio and she had me do different balances at the start. And I remember the days that I was so tired my balance on one foot was atrocious. Like the days that I woke up and I was like, oh, I don't want to go do this workout. I go to the gym, I show up, I'm with this personal trainer and it, I just couldn't do it. And then the next day when I'm well rested and mind you, I was not sleeping on my back at that point. But anyway, I was well rested. I would show up and my balance was like years ahead and I could balance on one leg and put the other leg in different places and do all types of things. And it's so interesting how balance of something like that is just so it really just shows where you are with your health at that moment and i i was very surprised 
to find that, but that's just my random rant anyway. <laughs> oh, no, that's a great rant. And I guarantee you, well, not guarantee, but if you get, there's a wobble board out there called a Go Fit wobble board. It's one of the most difficult ones that I found. That one in particular challenges your, your, challenges your balance so much. That's the one I typically recommend to uh, be able to train the brain to get out of pain. You know that I am a big believer in intermittent fasting, no matter the age, no matter the gender. However, it is trickier for women, mostly because of the impact it has on our hormones and our menstrual cycle. And honestly, a lot of the time, it can just be too stressful for us to be fasting every single day. And it can really cause menstrual irregularities, PMS symptoms, and all sorts of things like that. So I'm really excited to be taking and eating the new intermittent fasting bars made by Prolon. So this is a really cool idea. I have yet to see another company do this. And I've yet to see anybody even execute it somewhat well like Prolon. So based on the science of the Prolon fasting mimicking diet that keeps your body in a fasted state, even though the body is being nourished, the intermittent fasting bar is the first bar scientifically developed and tested to not break your fast. This combination of good fats from nuts and selected macro and micronutrients provides nourishment so you can feel fuller for longer and conquer your cravings while you fast. Eat in the morning after your overnight fasting period to achieve your intermittent fasting goals. Guys, that is amazing. I'm just like so impressed that they even came up with this idea that these are even effective and I am obsessed because now I can take and eat one of these bars in the morning, not worry about breaking my fast, not worry about spiking my blood glucose or my ketones and still be nourishing my body without causing too much stress on it. And you know what? You know, these bars are successful in a hit when they are always sold out on their website. Like I just tried to order more and they were sold out again. So that says a lot about how much people are loving these and really, really enjoying them. Actually, if you go to their website, they have a couple of graphs as well that kind of show what it is, what it looks like uh, glucose wise and ketone wise when you fast with water versus fasting and eating one of these bars in the morning. And there's no difference. So you can go check out the signs yourself, go believe it, go read it, and definitely try these out. There's three flavors. There's chocolate chip, nuts and honey, and coconut macadamia. I like coconut macadamia the best, but you can definitely buy a variety pack and try them out yourselves. So go to the link, link to my show notes and on my website, buy Prolon and use my discount code BIOHACKINGBRITTANY in all capitals to save on these bars. You definitely want to use my discount code. These bars are not super cheap, but they are worth it because they are so good for you and they don't cause any hormonal disruption. Okay. So I'm looking at this right now for everyone listening. It's made out of wood. It's $50, which is not bad at all. So you just do different exercises with this like during the day, I guess? All you do is you try to stand on it in balance. And it's so difficult that once you're able to get it, most people can't because their heads are out of alignment, their vestibular systems, which is their balance systems are broken down. And their atlas misalignment interferes with proprioception into the brain, which decreases the a specific portion of your brain. So that anybody that is good at that and can just stand on that 
without going from side to side, that's enough to be able to stimulate that brain to be where it needs to be. Oh, interesting. So you would kind of stand on this, like once you can get it, maybe you stand on it for, I guess, as long as you can every day, like five minutes or something like that? Yeah, five minutes. It doesn't take a lot. Yep. If you can balance on that for a couple minutes without touching the edges, you're, you're doing really good. Do you have any recommendations for something to stand on while I use my standing desk at work? Yeah, I so I have Dr. Mercola, who is a friend of mine. He's a he's a osteopath out of in Florida, and I have him on that specific wobble board when he does all of his podcasts, or he's on his computer. So you can stand on that, and it, because then when you're on your computer, you're actually and when you're working on balance. While you're standing, you're actually staying more focused because you're stimulating the vermis, which builds what's called the prefrontal cortex in the brain. And and as you're balancing, especially people with ADD like me, are going to be more focused. So you can use that one or you can just get the one online. That's the Amazon brand. It's a lot easier, but it's it'll be a, more stable for you to balance on and then be on the computer at the same time. Nice. I love that. Yeah, it's interesting that you talk about standing in focus because I always record my podcast episodes standing and I always feel more energetic and awake and ready to go versus like sitting on my comfy chair with a blanket. <laughs> but I guess that makes sense that it's actually related to, you know, circulation and the nervous system and how it's reacting. It is brain health. Yeah. Sitting's the new smoking. If you want to atrophy the brain, or you want to know if somebody's brain's atrophy, just watch the way they walk. If they're, you know, lean forward and they're shuffling their gait, that mm-hmm. most popular one right now would be like our current president. You know, when you look at him walk, you can tell based on how he walks that his brain's atrophied because, you know, it's all about neurology. You look at a very healthy person that has a nice, strong, upright posture they're able to be well-balanced. You can notice their brain's a lot sharper too. So it's really interesting how when you really look at it and you look at as people age, they lose two things. They lose proprioception, they get more arthritic, they get stiffer, and they lose their marbles, right? Their, their brains kind of become less sharp. And if you want to reverse that, we're coming up with different protocols now to do this, you work on balance. That's the one exercise that I think is the most important exercise as people age to do on a daily basis. Damn. I definitely think that's underrated. I do not hear people talking about that at all. I hear a lot of, you know, lift weights in order to maintain proper bone mass type of thing or cardiovascular movements in order to help with circulation, heart health, those things as well. And obviously those have those place, but very rarely do I hear anyone talk about balance in terms of anti-aging and longevity. Yeah, I'll give you a personal story now that we're going here. I think this is uh, <laughs> a little different than I thought this was going to go, but I love this stuff. This is like, this is my jam. So my mother had a stroke and she had a stroke about two and a half years ago and she's doing good now, but her balance was, was shot. You know, I could see her knees kind of you know, buckling in a little bit. And when she walked, she was unsure. She started getting very, very intense back pain. And she was contemplating surgery. She was in Florida. Now she, since has been up in the New England area uh, after the, you know, for the summer. So I started working on it. They said, well, the first thing we need to do, and she was excruciating pain. 
they start working on your balance with some like a wobble board. The regular wobble board was way too hard for her. And she's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand how this is doing anything for my back pain. I'm like, trust me. When your, your stroke damaged your brain, what it did is it threw your body, it threw, it threw the proprioception off and you lost your balance. The only way to get that back is to challenge the brain by challenging your center of gravity. And we have to do that on a daily basis. She worked on it so much. She has no lower back pain anymore and she's walking so much better. Oh, wow. I'm happy for you and for her. That's awesome. She's lucky she has you to be able to help her with that because, yeah. Who knows if if she would have gotten there without that? And yeah, it's just so inspirational to hear stories stories like that. I know you've mentioned lower back pain a lot, but I'm curious about upper back pain and more so tension in the shoulders and the neck. And this is specifically what I get. And I've I noticed that. And again, this is not surprising. I guess whenever I'm more stressed, I feel it way more. And in terms of, yeah, just like pain and tension, what do you recommend for that? And and what do you see as like, I guess, the root cause for that? Or maybe is the root cause just stress? Well, the root cause of that is is pretty pretty straightforward. The weight of your head is typically the weight of a bowling ball. And every inch that your head moves forward due to the loss of cervical curve is an extra 20 pounds of pressure on the back of your neck, right? Because your muscles as the head comes forward, need to hold up your head. So the when you don't realize is when you're looking at a computer screen, you're looking at something, you tend to lean over. So a couple that with the loss of, I mean, with the loss of like a good posture when you're looking at a computer screen, most people get stiffness in the back of their neck because their head's too far forward. So your body posture adjusts to your eyes, your head position. So if you raise your monitor up, So, like right now, I look up at my monitor and looking up at your monitor is going to put an arch in your neck. Looking down at a monitor is going to flatten out the curve, causing a lot more tension. Yes, the more stressed you are, the more muscle tension, but why doesn't your calf spasm? Why doesn't your hamstring spasm? Because under stress, all the muscles react the same. Why do do others get more hypersensitive than other ones? That's just because they're in poor postures when you're looking at the screen or, or you're working. So so tight muscle structure in your shoulders is just poor head position. My next partner I want to talk about is Athletic Greens. So I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every single day. And I first gave AG1 a try when I was traveling to Costa Rica. I really wanted something to support my gut health, boost my energy, keep my immune system in check, and really just support me while I was traveling and not home. I quickly fell in love with it. And now that I'm back in Canada, I still take it every single day. And I take it in the morning before I have any type of coffee. Typically, it's like the first thing I have in the morning. And it makes me feel just fantastic. I feel like I'm starting my day off on the right foot. I feel like I'm covering all of my nutrition needs right from the get-go, which is super important and such a healthier way to start than just having coffee on an empty stomach right away. So I just, I'm just obsessed with taking it and 
If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free, wow, (laughs) one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So those are the same travel packs that I took when I was flying. Go to athleticgreens.com slash biohacking with Brittany. That's athleticgreens.com slash biohacking with Brittany to check it out today. It's also linked in my show notes and on my website everywhere. Okay. I love that. So looking at my monitor right now in front of me, I have a standing desk that goes up and down. If I, so you say look up to it, right? But where do I look up to it and how high should it be? Like, are my eyes looking at the middle of the screen? Are they looking at the top of the screen where the camera is? Like, what do you recommend? Yeah. So you want to, depending on how long, I mean, and this really depends, like I said, how long you're on the computer. So you want to be looking above horizon. So you want the middle of your, the middle of the screen to be above. So you're looking above it. So you can, if you're looking straight, you can be looking right at the bottom of the screen, but you want to be tilting slightly up when you're looking at the middle of the screen. Wow. Okay. So my screen is definitely too low. <laughs> Not 100% of people's screens are too low. I, when I was setting up my desk, I looked online and I just Googled like ergonomic desk setup. And if I remember, I thought it was that your eyesight like goes to the middle of the screen. And that's kind of how I've set it up. But you're saying that your eyes should actually be lower than the middle of the screen. Oh, no, yeah, your eyes should be lower, so you're looking up. See, nobody understands the, these principles, and this is what I am trying so hard. We're coming out with a certification program for trainers, chiropractors, and then colleges with the protocol that I'm, I'm going over right now because it's time for me to start teaching this stuff because the more people that understand, like, these laws, the writing reflex, Davis's law, Wolf's law, how the body actually works – and, and you understand the biomechanics of how everything works, it's going to, you know, I mean, people want to put the spine and they want to, the first thing that you, you hear like about a chair, oh, it's got good support. Anytime you support something in the body, you weaken it. I don't care what you're supporting, our support, back support, neck support. So we got to change the, the paradigm of ergonomics as far as I'm concerned and really look at how the ergonomics affect the neurology. And then that is how we tie in what's healthy for the body and not. I love that you said that. I've been hearing similar things in different places. For example, last year we bought a new bed and it's like wood frame, organic, blah, 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 the best of the best. And the guy came over and he, he installed it for us and, cre- and made it for us. And it is a very low bed. Like it's very low to the ground. And I was talking to the founder And he said that it's designed that way so that you actually engage your abs and you actually have to like help yourself get out of bed. And he said, very similar to you, like as you get older, people want beds that are higher up so they don't have to get up and down. But in reality, that's actually just weakening your muscles more because you're not using them as much. So it's like, it might be more comfortable, but it just leads to muscles degrading over time. And we definitely, definitely don't want that. I slept on the floor for 15 years until my wife would grow up and then have to get off the floor and I had to get a real bed. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's funny. I, you know, I think there's a lot to be said about the comforts of modern society and how they do not promote optimal health. Like it's tough. 
Restoration hardware does not care about my spine, but it looks really good in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Well, I mean, that's really helpful. I'm going to raise my monitor and my computer after this because my, yeah, my neck and shoulder pain has just been, you know, bugging me for a while. But I knew it was related to work because when I go on vacation for a week, it's completely gone. <laughs> yeah. So, and then everybody thinks it's just stress. It's not stress. It's mechanics. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, you're so right. That's so interesting. I have a lot of female listeners and a lot of things that we talk about is hormones and all sorts of stuff like that. But I'm curious about your thoughts on pregnancy. And we can also talk about postpartum after, but specific, specifically, my gosh, I can't talk for pregnancy. How does the spine change and what are your recommendations for women who are going through that in order to kind of keep the best alignment they can when every month for nine months looks different? Like, What do you recommend? Oh, that's fantastic. What a great question. So I see, uh, you know, one of my, one of my passions is seeing pregnant women and children. I mean, I think we saw five kids, five kids with ear infections today. And so one of the one of the issues is are the recommendations right now on sleep right so there's a hormone in a pregnant woman that's called relaxin so relaxin is such you have such a great opportunity as a female with relaxin to realign your spine if you had an unaligned spine to begin with because that relaxin allows things to to change and the unfortunately the other part can happen where you could have no back pain your whole life, have a baby, and now you have back pain for the rest of your life because because of these ridiculous recommendations that are given while we sleep. The, see, the spine when we sleep is like, it's clay, it's moldable, but it becomes even more moldable when you're pregnant. And the recommendation for every pregnant woman is sleep on your left side, you know, sleep on your side. Well, listen, when you sleep on your side, you're sleeping in a position that is not sustainable because you're sleeping twisted, you're, you're distributing your weight over the least amount of surface area, and you're going to only be in that position for about 15 or 20 minutes, and then you will toss and turn all night long. And that twisting and turning destroys the structure of your spine. Instead, we put our, our pregnant women uh, sleep, we let them sleep on their back. We let them sleep on their back by sleeping in an elevated sleeping position and putting something under their legs and that it keeps the pelvis in alignment and it transforms the health and the ease of the pregnancy for a woman when they're when they're pregnant it's been fantastic wow do you have some sort of diagram or graphic that maybe you can send me after this that shows what that looks like i do I could, or I could take a picture of somebody in that position. I yeah. Think, right? I have that in some of our sleep programs that I could pull out and show you what that looks like. Yeah, that would be really interesting because I'm just wondering, because you said at an incline. So what so is... So picture like a, a yeah. bed wedge, right? So you can buy a bed wedge. The one that we recommend is called MedSlant, I believe. MedSlant bed wedge. It's about $120. And it's a, so picture a wedge that goes on your bed. It's an, it's non-toxic and no, there's no off-gassing on it. And it's wide. It's about six and a half inches, I believe, from when I measured it. So it's a six and a half inch bed wedge. 
with my wife when she was pregnant, we didn't have the bed wedges. We just used pillows to prop her up. And then you put something under your legs to elevate the legs. So when you're sleeping in that position, really the major issue that, I mean, no babies died because you sleep, a woman sleeps on her back and they're going to turn anyways if, if they're uncomfortable. It's that they don't want to put the, you don't want to put that pressure on the artery because your legs will fall asleep and it can cause a little bit of pain. But if you elevate and then put a woman in that angle, it takes rid of, it gets rid of all of those problems. Okay. And then do you use the neck nest in conjunction with the wedge? Absolutely. Yeah. Because what's really important is sleeping on your back. Yes, you want to align, you're going to align the pelvis, but remember body posture, just the head position. So you still want to put something under your neck in a way that the head is hanging off the back of it. So you lightly stretch that curve back into that neck. And you take a, a woman that's pregnant by the end of her pregnancy, where most people are, are upset because they fall out of alignment. We get so much correction with that pregnant woman in our office. Nice. Okay. I'm going to write this down. So I do this one day <laughs> and make sure that I do it correctly. And would you recommend women start that from month one? Or is it just like when they start getting into later second trimester when they're larger and that type of thing? Yeah, just when they're larger. Everybody should at least start on their back for an hour a night. But when you when you're pregnant in that elevated positioning, just when things start to become uncomfortable. Okay. And so let's get into postpartum and just people with kids in general. I had a friend who's had two kids now and she would always hold her kids on her right hip. And, you know, she's right-handed and her arm is stronger on that side. And she just said like, I'm you know, her words weren't, I'm out of alignment, but she would just complain about the pain and like, the difference when she was working out and how she could feel it. And so if that kind of happens and maybe someone's at that point now where maybe there's like a big difference between the sides, where can they start other than, you know, sleeping on their back in order to kind of get things to be the same on both sides? No, that's remember it's you holding a child like that is normally all it's doing is exacerbating or amplifying uh, you know, altered biomechanics anyways. So there's usually something going on underneath that when you add the weight of a child or you, a child adds the weight of a backpack, all that does is exploits altered biomechanics at a deeper level. So the only way to fix biomechanics is to fix it through head position, positioning, working and working on your balance. And yes, you know, you can do some stretching and, and, you know, do some foam rolling to break up some scar tissue formation that's happened. But in the goal with that, that would be is to just remake the clay, make the tissue more moldable, break up that scar tissue. But remolding the clay comes from head position. Are you tired of feeling out of sync with your body's natural rhythm? Do you struggle with menstrual cycle related issues like fatigue, mood swings, and bloating? If you're looking to optimize your health and well-being, look no further than the ebb and flow cycle guide. This comprehensive guide is designed to help you better understand and work with your menstrual cycle so you can improve your energy levels, reduce PMS symptoms, and gain a deeper understanding of your body. With in-depth information on each phase of the menstrual cycle, you'll learn how to adjust your diet, exercise routine, and self-care practices to better align with your body's needs. One of the biggest benefits of the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide is its user-friendly format. 
The guide is easy to follow and provides clear instructions on how to optimize your health throughout each phase of your cycle. Plus, it's packed with valuable information and insights that you won't find anywhere else. So whether you're a seasoned biohacker or you're just starting out, the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide is the perfect tool to help you optimize your health and live in harmony with your body's natural rhythm. And with my expertise and guidance, you can trust that you're getting the best information and advice available. So why wait? Head over to biohackingbrittany.com to get your copy of the Ebb and Flow Cycle Guide and start living your best life today. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's interesting just how much can change in the woman's body like that. I mean, obviously there's so much going on, but just from a spinal perspective, it, it's just wild. Like you said, with the relaxing hormone. And then I love that you actually kind of frame that as like, this is such a optimal time to be able to realign your body rather than put it out of alignment. And like, what can you do now in order to optimize during that time? I think, I just think it's really smart. And I don't hear that very often. Oh, wow. Thank you. Call me smart. Well, thank you, Brittany. Appreciate that. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So if someone is, you know, sleeping on their side or sleeping on their stomach, my husband sleeps on his stomach sometimes. And it's just, I'm like, I don't know how you do that. What and they have no symptoms, you know. He says he's oh, fine. Oh, they right? have symptoms, trust me. <laughs> exactly. And I and you know, I get the neck nest and like, okay, listen, you gotta sleep on your back. This is what it does, blah blah blah. I'm educating him. When do the symptoms kind of pop up and why does it just look so different for some people, even though they might be like same age, same lifestyle? Well, it's interesting. It's what, you know, what do you, what are we considering symptoms? What are we attaching to those symptoms? You know, is it pain? Is it function? Most people, so here's the deal. When you look at how the body works, let's look at the nervous system in particular, just because it's kind of, a, it's a, such a passion of mine. 90% of the nervous system, all of those nerves are motor in nature, which means they control muscles. And then 40, the, so 45% of them are motor. The other 45% of them are autonomic, which control your organs. 10% of them are sensory, which means you can feel. And half of those, which would be only 5%, are for pain. So when you are determining if you have problems or not based on if you have discomfort, that's only 5% of the picture. 95% of what goes on in the entire body happens without you knowing it. So your health is degrading over a period of time or, or getting worse and worse, and you don't realize it. Whether you have low energy, whether you're getting more anxious, whether you have acid reflux, and if he's a stomach sleeper, more than likely he's going to have some sort of shoulder issue at some point in time. If his head's rotated, there's going to be a breathing issue or difficulty time taking a deep breath. As somebody ages, they get heart palpitations because of the pressure and the the, uh, issue with the balance between the sympathetics and the parasympathetics. But there are issues and there will be issues as somebody ages. Right. What are the issues that typically arise for side sleepers? So, let, it, this, well, you get, a side sleeper is going to have a shoulder issue and a hip issue. Usually it's pain. And then they're going to have a forward head posture. Now, the forward head posture to me is where most of the issues come from because it causes parasympathetic inhibition. Parasympathetic inhibition is basically what does suppresses the, paras- the vagus nerve. And you have issues in three areas hormonal imbalances. You're also going to have digestion issues and then immune system issues. 
So people that have, let's say, skin issues or breathing issues, allergies, asthma, acid reflux, those are some common issues that can be corrected by changing your sleeping position. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it just goes to show how important it really is just for so many different reasons. What are your thoughts on kids and babies sleeping positions? Unfortunately, if the why is big enough, the what doesn't matter. A child is always going to go towards pleasure and comfort. All you can control is how you put them at the very beginning. So I just say put a child on their back and and then don't worry about how they end up because it's you can their tissues so much more malleable. It's plastic. I mean, they're not doing damage when they're when you when it's when you have a young child. You're doing more of this damage as you move into your teenage years, being on the cell phones and being on the computers and studying and using those backpacks. That's really where, when we want to start. Oh, interesting. I guess because the backpacks are just heavy and the weight isn't properly distributed or what do you think the biggest issue is with that? Yeah. So as your head comes forward, which most kids do, I see stage one arthritic changes in 10-year-olds. It's be, so at, because of side sleeping, the head comes forward, then the posture slumps over. Then what you do is you just add a weighted backpack above the axis of like above the hips and you're just exacerbating that pressure on the on the spine. Mm. So what are the recommendations, I guess, to avoid that? So have a child sleep on their back. My, my recommendations is very, very consistent. I'll <laughs> sleep, sleep on their back. Get them to work on balance, and and then with the backpack. It so I don't know if if you, if you ever a hiker, but ba- the hiking backpacks they cinch at the waist, and if you can lower the effective weight of the backpack and put it on the hips, it's way better than keeping it on your shoulders. Smart. I was thinking about that when I was thinking about how they're designed. Yeah, I we have some of those hiking backpacks, and it feels actually so much better when you use that. Like it's way more comfier and I feel way more supported, like you said. I like that you also talk about digestion and sleep habits. I, I've i had digestive issues. I had them, you know, when I was younger. And I think a lot of people have. I think they just kind of like look different per person. Can you kind of explain how poor sleep habits may lead to digestion problems? Because I don't think the average person would necessarily link those two things together. All right, Brittany. So I reviewed some of your stuff, right? And looked at some of the battles that you've had. And I would guarantee, well, I would only guarantee. So my profile on you would be that you're a cross dominant individual. So what that would mean, and I would, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, that you're right handed either or left handed, right footed or left footed, right? So the, the foot and the hand could be on the same side, but you're left eyed. But there'll be, there would be some cross-dominant type of neurology that's going on. So when you, when you look at that cross-dominant state, that's, a, that's somebody that's going to internalize stress. It's going to be high, have a little bit more high anxiety. They're going to have like unexplained underachievement type stuff. They're going to crave comfort and, and security. So these are just things based on profiles that are neurological profiles that, you know, once you see somebody, you can kind of back back in how somebody's you know what somebody's neurology looks like now if that is you or if it's somebody who's listening to this you tend to be sympathetic dominant which means you tend to live in a stressed state i mean in most of us now the last three four years five years our our lives are getting more stressful so we engage our 
what's called sympathetic nervous system. We live in the survival state. Well, when you live in survival, the opposite of the sympathetic nervous system is the parasympathetic nervous system. That's the thrive state. So you're either surviving or thriving. Thriving would be like growth, repair, digest. Those, that's where those systems live. So you've always been told when, since you've been little, don't have a big lunch and then try to go swimming because your body is going to try to digest the food, but it wants to survive to stay above water. So those systems are always in a constant balance like a seesaw. And when you fall asleep and you tend to, let's say, fall asleep on your side in a protected state, you damage the integrity of the cervical curve, which means you lose that cervical curve. When you lose that cervical curve, you suppress the thrive systems and you're going to be inherently sympathetic dominant. So those thrive systems, most people are going to have the problem in all three areas. They're going to have a problem with digestion, always, because of their structure. They're going to have a problem hormonally or with reproduction. And they're going to have a problem in their nervous system. I mean, their, their immune system with, let's say, um, allergies, asthma, or strep throats. They're just going to constantly have some issue with those areas. Skin issues, that's an immune system issue. So that's kind of how that's all connected. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, I don't know if... I am whatever you like what you call that the cross cross dominant, but I definitely a lot of it resonates for me. And I think it is interesting. And I just, you know, like I said, I slept on my side until this year as like you said, like a protective mechanism. I did it as a kid. It's like comfortable. I was used to it. And yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if, you know, sleeping on my back more now in these last few months is also slowly correcting some of those other issues in terms of hormonal balancing and digestion without me even really thinking about it. Yep. It's, you, you become more productive while you sleep. It's one of our taglines. You are waking up more in line. So that's why when we talked about like, you know, our mission is to help you get way better sleep, awakening the full potential of a well-rested, aligned you. That's why aligned is such an important part of what we do because when you fall asleep, you have the potential of eight hours a night to restructure and realign that spine that nobody else on the planet is talking about. They're all talking about just waking up more rested and oh, get better sleep. But what does better sleep mean? Better sleep means get. let's get way better sleep. Let's get rid of better sleep. Let's get way better sleep. Let's look at it from different stools in different ways. I love that. I Yeah, I just find that so fascinating because I would have never associated those all of those things together and i'm i definitely think that there's people listening who relate to that as well especially people who are entrepreneurs who work for themselves or even busy parents who are stressed out all the time or it, it the list kind of just goes on and on and then you know the list of symptoms that people deal with goes on and on as well in terms of different digestion issues and skin issues which i've also had and hormone issues as well but it's yeah, I don't know. I'm just like thinking this through because this year I've really been able to turn around some of like the hormone issues I was having of like irregular menstrual cycles and stuff like that. And it is the year that I have started sleeping on my back. And I mean, there's way more details to it as well. But yeah, I feel like I'm going to have to research this more now. And I'm glad I'm glad I started, you know, at the beginning of this year. That's that's awesome. And right now, what I, what I can sense is you're having a visceral response to what I'm saying because you're connecting to this information. You know, it'd be 
it's uh, it's great. It's good to hear because once this stuff clicks, and then and, and especially you know you'd be a, a great candidate to try you know for the certification program because once you're able to look and you can see through like you. When somebody tells you what's going on, you're going to be able to look through them and say, no, 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 this is really what's going on. Because once you look at structure and then you can apply that structure to the neurology and then you can see the way people stand, the way that they move and that you can you're going to be able to tell them muscle pain is a window into their health. So you're going to be able to put your hands on somebody and tell them exactly what's going on. with them. I love that. Yeah, maybe I should look into your program because I'm always looking at doing more certifications and getting further education to be able to help myself and help other people. So I, yeah, and I've never really actually considered studying everything that you just talked about before. It's always just kind of been, I've learned through podcasts and content online, not necessarily something so formal. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, absolutely. So if people want to potentially sign up for that program themselves or work with you or connect with you, where can they do that? Yeah, they can. I, right now, the, the program, we're just taking lists of people because we're not launching until January. But they can go to drsleepright.com. What I think is great there is they can take a sleep quiz. And by taking the sleep quiz, you can see – well, it's not even a sleep quiz. It's a uh, sleep risk assessment so how are you, how your sleeping habits affecting your health and it will score you. And that based on how you score, we have different recommendations for you. And then you'll also at that site be able to get our free five pillars of, of health download. And these are the five essential things that you need to change when you think about your sleep. And again, that's Dr. Sleep Right, Dr. Uh, sleepright.com, S-L-E-E-P-R-I-G-H-T. And from there, they can look, you know, look in more at the neck nest and if that's right for them. But, you know, it's really... If, if you buy a product to me, a product will sit on the floor if you don't know how to use it. And we're really an educational brand. You know, people come to us to be able to get unlocked, you know, the, awaken their full potential of a well-rested alignment. I love that. I love that you focus on education and not just like a product because even a product like yours does require education on how to use it and how to stick to it, like you said, and it doesn't just become like another pillow that sits on the couch somewhere that is not used properly. Um, I, I love that. And I will link that quiz and assessment in the show notes so everyone can find it and kind of see where they are at. And I'll put all of your social handles and everything like that as well. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was great. And I, I learned a lot, which I knew I, I knew I would. That's great, Brittany. I really appreciate you for giving me the your forum and, and your tribe to be able to you know spread the message of having people sleep better. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.